Hello and welcome to the Big Business Podcast, where companies get dissected. I'm your host, Kanesh Biswas. This is our second episode, but officially our first one. Today we're going to be talking about the famous music streaming service that I personally like to call the Netflix of audio, Spotify. But before you get started, I'd like to ask you all to give the podcast a good rating on your podcast listening app of choice, as it helps us out a lot. Thanks. So I don't know if you know this, but Spotify basically took the music industry by storm. Before the arrival of Spotify, most music was consumed by either buying digital copies through iTunes or physical copies in stores. Of course, there were illegal ways to get access to the music as well, but we won't really be getting into that here. But all you really need to know is that Spotify was the company that popularized, maybe even introduced, the idea of music streaming as a service. So let's take a look at the company that went from tapping into a completely new industry to becoming a household name in the world of music. But before we get into the nitty gritty of Spotify and its history, here are a couple of fast facts that are as of the recording date of this episode. As of now, Spotify has a total of 138 million subscribers from around the world, 299 million active listeners per month that includes both paid and free and it's available in 92 different countries, with its most recent launch being in Russia. In terms of content and monetization, so far over 15 billion euros have been paid to rights holders since their launch. They have access to over 60 million plus tracks spanning spanning across various genres and languages, 1.5 million plus podcast titles, including a few originals, the most recent being the Michelle Obama podcast, which is a Spotify original. Hello, everybody. I have an announcement. The podcast is moving to Spotify. I signed a multi-year licensing agreement with Spotify that will start on September 1st. Starting on September 1st, the entire JRE library will be available on Spotify as well as all the other platforms. Then somewhere around the end of the year, it will become exclusive to Spotify, including the video version of the podcast. It will be the exact same show. I'm not going to be an employee of Spotify. We're going to be working with the same crew doing the exact same show. The only difference will be it will now be available on the largest audio platform in the world. Nothing else will change. It will be free. It will be free to you. You just have to go to Spotify to get it. We're very excited to begin this new chapter of the JRE, and I hope you're there when we cross over. Thanks. That was famous USC fighter and podcast show host Joe Rogan, who hosts the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, arguably the longest running and most famous podcast of all time. Spotify recently closed a $100 million deal with them to bring his podcast exclusively onto Spotify. This is part of their effort to diversify into original content. Just like Netflix, Prime Video, and others have their own original program. But more on that in a later episode. And 4 billion plus playlists, including both Spotify curated and user made. So in other words, if you didn't know already, Spotify is a pretty big deal. Spotify was started in Stockholm, Sweden in the year 2006 by two guys named Daniel Ek and Martin Lawrenson. And although the company's head office is now based in London, much of its research and development efforts remain in Stockholm. The streaming service launched on the 7th of October 2008, and the company initially limited the sign-up for free services by making it invite-only. 
Paid for subscriptions were made available immediately, but despite this, Spotify reported a 4.4 million loss in the year 2008. In fact, the option to sign up for a free account wasn't made generally available to the public in the UK until 2009. This was also the time when Spotify launched on the Apple App Store, which continued to popularize the app, as it provided an alternative to both legal and illegal downloading of music. Since then, the company went through a lot of paperwork to get the rights to music from the three major record labels. These are namely Sony, Warner, and Universal. In 2011, the company received a $100 million investment that it used to fund its launch into the United States. Sean Parker, the co-founder of infamous file-sharing site Napster, which was one of the illegal ways of getting access to music before the advent of Spotify, was brought onto the board to secure relationships with the major record labels. As Sean Parker was someone who had run into a lot of problems with record labels in the past because of his illegal distribution of their music. He had the know-how that Spotify needed to expedite their growth and distribution into new markets around the world. By 2012, the company had launched its service on Android smartphones as well, continuing to popularize the service both on iOS and in the Android ecosystem. Anyway guys, that'll be all for now. In the next episode, we'll be taking a look into the funding that went to Spotify and all the legal hurdles they had to go through. Once again, if you like the content, please take a minute to rate us on your podcast app of choice. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Big Business Podcast. This is Kanesh Biswas, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.